Shalom, and welcome to the podcast of Crucified Life Ministries. For more information, you can visit us on the web at www.crucifiedlifemen.com. I tasted fire, I'm ready to come alive. I can't just shut it up and think that I'm alright. I'm ready now, I'm not waiting for the afterlife. Hello, I'm Joel Sanchez. And I'm the founder and director of Crucified Life Ministries, a missions ministry serving in Costa Rica. Today I'm starting a new podcast, and this is the very first episode of this podcast. And in these podcasts, we're going to be talking about different themes, different topics, different maybe issues from from the Bible. And I'm going to to give you my perspective, my opinions, and and, um, uh, hopefully... Uh, maybe a different view uh, as to to these things that I'm going to be uh, sharing. So with that said, let's get into today's uh, first episode. And this is not by any means a concise or, or um, a, a detailed, I should say, uh, teaching. But again, I just want to give you guys a different perspective and maybe some different ways to think about things and to uh, see the scriptures maybe from a different perspective. So what comes to mind when you hear the term social justice? Is it millennials, Obama, Democrats, or even Republicans? Maybe all or none of those came to mind. I mentioned social justice because it's been a trendy phrase over the past few years, but it's actually closely related to today's topic as well as the the next episode, uh, the topic in the next episode that I'm going to cover. And that topic is equity. So we've been hearing about equality uh, for many years now, especially over the past, uh, the previous uh, administration of the President of the United States, uh, we've heard that term a lot, uh, but we haven't necessarily heard about equity. So, you know, you 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 hear this. Uh, you hear this term equality used by uh, different organizations, by politicians, Black Lives Matters, anti-Trumpers, and even feminists, uh, just to name a few. Uh, and even though equality and equity are similar, uh, they they have different uh, different meanings or different uh, definitions. So when when we, uh, I want you to think about this. So we, we, we're living in times where many people lack purpose. They lack vision and they lack mission. They, they, they don't know what they're supposed to be doing in this world. And so th- this isn't something that's new. You know, this, is, this has been something that, that has been around for a long time uh, throughout many generations. But more often when uh, I've seen in my experiences, when people lack purpose, they end up looking for ways to fill that void because there's a void there. You're not happy, you're unhappy, you're uncomfortable, 
nothing seems to be going right. You just kind of want to give up. And a lot of people turn to uh, promiscuous, uh, promiscuous relationships, um, drug use, uh, alcohol abuse, um, different things, video games, social media. The list could go on and on, but many people try to fill that void with, with something. And also this lack of purpose, if people continue to uh, kind of roll around in, in, oh, I don't have a purpose, I don't have a vision, I don't have a, a, a life, and, 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 you know, et cetera, et cetera, um, it actually, I've seen it actually manifest uh, one manifestation is people try to fill that void is that they, they, they begin to take on a victim mentality. And uh, this victim mentality usually steers people to, quote unquote, fighting for equal rights or uh, equality. And uh, we're currently seeing this in, in our society where everybody has been told you know, that they're special and they have a place and, and that, you know, let your voice be heard. You need to, to resist or you should fight to let your voice be heard. Now, I'm not against that. Um, but at the same time, is that really what your purpose is? Is that really what you were born uh, to do here on this ball of, of, of dirt? Now, our society, let's, let's begin to look at equity. Our society and culture defines equity as the quality of being fair, unbiased, and just. And that's a very simple definition that actually uses other words that could mean something totally different to someone else. You know, uh, what, what is fair? What is unbiased? And what is just? We have to define those terms in order, you know, uh, to understand what equity is. But equity is usually tied into um, something along these lines, that it's, it's making sure all people have access to resources, opportunities, power and responsibility in order for people to reach their full potential. So in a nutshell, equity involves understanding people and giving them what they need to enjoy life to its fullest. Now I'm talking about that's how society and culture looks at equity. And that sounds like a wonderful utopia. So my purpose in this podcast is to see how the Creator and His Scripture defines equity. So let's, let's get into it. If everything started out perfect in the beginning in the Garden of Eden and has constantly been breaking down because of Adam's sin against the Creator of the universe... Wouldn't it behoove us to look at equity from a biblical perspective? Because if the creator of the universe is the one who is perfect, he is whole, he is complete, and he is sovereign, he already has a system or a rule of law that 
puts everybody on a level playing field. And so that's what we're going to look at. So the first place we see the English word equity used is in in, uh, Psalms chapter 9, verse 8. And it says, And he will judge the world in righteousness, talking about Elohim, the Lord. He will execute judgment for the peoples with equity. Now, from that scripture, we don't get a clear meaning of what equity is, but we somewhat do because the term judge, which is mishpat in Hebrew, deals um, with taking, having a rule of law or having law and being able to make a judgment off or on that rule of law. And so now we can kind of see just from that verse that equity deals with some type of judgment that is executed. So the Hebrew word for equity is masharim, and it means truth, agreement, level path, order, fairly, or fairness, integrity, and rectitude. This word comes from the same root word as the verb meaning to be straight, smooth, or right. And that, that root word is called yeshar, and it means to be straight, smooth, or right. So in Psalms chapter 9, verse 8, equity implies the concept of justice in relation to a standard and a linear direction that does not deviate nor is crooked. So can you see that equity now is is just from that one scripture and breaking down that Hebrew word, we're getting a clearer picture of what equity is. It's the concept of justice in relation to a standard and a linear direction that does not deviate nor is crooked. In other words, the picture we are given with this word has to do with the law or laws and how those laws are fairly and justly executed. Now, in the ancient Near East, society was class conscious. An example of this would be similar to the Roman Empire's caste system, or a more modern version is that in that we find in India. In a class-conscious society, the poor weren't always given the same equity as the rich and the powerful. This is why a king, when he would come to power in the ancient Near East, he would begin to, one of the first things he would do is he would make a proclamation releasing those who had been imprisoned, uh, releasing them from their imprisonment. Those who had debts, he would cancel, he would make a decree to cancel all of their debts because, sure, it was political, but a king wanted to be um, a righteous, he wanted to, to, to give the, the, um, the perception or the, the appearance 
that he was a righteous man and he was just and he fought for the oppressed and he fought for uh, the poor. So, not to get off on a rabbit trail, but how about American society? I mentioned the Roman Empire, their caste system. They didn't call it a caste system, but it was a caste system. There was elites, then there was citizens, then there you know, was, was slaves, there were regular people. There, were, there was all sorts of different levels, hierarchies within the, 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 uh, the Roman Empire. But how about good old America? <laughs> Are the rich and powerful given the same treatment and equity as the poor in America's society? Can you think of power, po- powerful politicians that have blatantly broken the law but actually got a free pass? I can think of many, not only Republicans, but Democrats as well. So scripturally speaking, when equity is used, it's referring to justice and the law being executed fairly without bias or without you know, your position. It's a level playing field, if you will. So many times when equity is used, you're going to see words like, Judgment. You're going to see words like justice and uh, righteousness. And justice and righteousness will be actually the, the topic of our next podcast. But there's a, a great um, definition or explanation that M. O. Evans gives when he's explaining equity. He says, Equity is the spirit of the law behind the letter. Justice is the application of the spirit of equity. Honesty is the general everyday use of justice or fairness, equity being the interior or abstract ideal. The court of equity overrides the court of common law. Deciding not upon terms, but the spirit of the deed. Boom. Nailed it. He sure did. So that's a short and sweet way to give the big picture of of equity. Now let's look at a few more examples from Scripture and how this word equity is used. In Isaiah 11, chapter 4. Now, these aren't all the verses. These are just a a, a few. But I want to show you how equity, when it's talking about the Lord and the God of Israel, and even it talks about Yeshua uh, in many, uh, Jesus, in many passages. So, So, how he, when he is going to execute judgment, or he judges righteously, Okay, now Isaiah 11, verse 4, it says, But with righteousness he will judge the poor and decide with fairness, there's our word, for the afflicted of the earth. 
Now, this word fairness comes from the root word yashar, which we, we, we looked at previously. And if you remember, it means straight, smooth, and level. So with righteousness, Elohim is going to mishpat, going to render a judgment. He's going to judge the poor and decide from a level or a straight, unbiased way He's going to judge them. And, and, and a lot of times this judgment mean, can, can be taken uh, as he is going to act on behalf of them. Next verse, Psalms chapter 98 verse 9. And it's almost like um, Psalms chapter uh, 9 verse 8. But this is Psalms 98, verse 9. For he is coming, talking about Elohim, to judge the earth. He will judge the world with righteousness and the peoples with equity. There's our, our word. So this word in Hebrew, again, is mesharim, which we previously saw that you know it's the word for equity, and, and it implies uprightness due to a quality of conforming to a moral standard. Now, what's that moral standard? That moral standard has been laid out in the Constitution that the God of Israel has given all believers, not just Jews, but all believers. If you're a believer in Yeshua, the Constitution, which can be found in Genesis through Deuteronomy, that Constitution, it's called the Torah or the Laws, that's the constitution for the kingdom of God. The kingdom of Israel, if you will. I'm not talking about that place that's on, on a map. I'm talking about if you're in covenant with the God of Israel. That will be the constitution that we will live by and live under when Yeshua comes back to rule and reign and His law goes forth out of Zion. And this is the best and most perfect law that's ever been given. Why? Because the rich aren't treated any better than the lowest person on the face of the earth or the poorest person on the face of the earth. Because our God is unbiased. He is fair. He is just. And when He gives judgment, it's with equity. Another verse, Isaiah chapter 33, verse 15. He who walks righteously and speaks with sincerity, there's our word, he who rejects unjust gain. So there's that word again, mesharim, which means uprightness due to a quality of conforming to a moral standard. Proverbs chapter 1, verses 2 and 3 says, To know wisdom and instruction, to discern the sayings of understanding, to receive instruction in wise behavior, righteousness, justice, and equity. There's our word again, Mesharim. 
Now let's read actually verses in, in Proverbs chapter 2 verses 1 through 8 because this is uh, something very important that we can see from uh, the book of, of, of Proverbs here. My son, if, if you will receive my words and treasure my commandments within you, make your ear attentive to wisdom, incline your heart to understanding. For if you cry for discernment, lift your voice for understanding. If you seek her as silver and search for her as hidden treasures, then you will discern the fear of Elohim and discover the knowledge of the God of Israel. For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk in integrity, guarding the paths of justice. Then you will discern righteousness and justice and equity and every good course. There's our word again, Mesharim. So those were just a few examples of how equity is used in Scripture, and it's right there along with um, justice, righteousness, uprightness, um, knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. Now, and I'm sure that many of us have have asked the God of Israel for wisdom and knowledge on on multiple occasions. Most of us have have studied the book of Proverbs frontwards and backwards in order to to gain that wisdom and knowledge that that Solomon, King Solomon, talks about. But what, what we may not have realized is in the beginning of Proverbs, it sets forth equity, meshar in this instance, as one of the benefits the book promises to those who read and study it. So if we truly use the equity of Yahweh when dealing with others, I think we would have a lot less confusion and problems in our society. This is just my opinion, but I think much of our problems in society doesn't come from necessarily worldly or the unbelieving world or people. But it comes from those confessing to be representatives of Yahweh. Because literally, how many of us can say that when we look at another person or when we hear people talk, that all of our bias is set aside and we actually are judging them with equity? I think if we truly spent more time learning, understanding, and executing Yahweh's equity, we would have a whole different society and world to live in. Join us next time as we will examine one of, if not the greatest social justice warrior of all times. His name was Abraham. But until then, hopefully you can 
start to, to even look further into the scriptures to gain more insight about what this word equity truly means. Because it's very important for you and I, for us to make proper judgments. And the only way we can make proper judgments to the Bibli- using a biblical standard is if we do it with through the eyes of equity and through the eyes of being fair and and balanced and level and being judging it upright hopefully this has been a blessing to you and if if you have any more questions or comments feel free to visit our website and that is www.crucifiedlifemen.com. That's crucifiedlifemin.com. Blessings, and see you next time.